that's really what was the motivation or a starting point was, you know, during this pandemic, um, the bar and restaurant industry just really got kicked to the curb. Like no one gave a shit. Not necessarily in San Francisco. There were a lot of people really working hard and trying. More on a federal level, just no one gave a shit about livelihoods, safety, um, just anything. Just did not care. Uh, no help with your landlord. No, you know, no landlord assistant. You know, I just I was really kind of shocked. That was Tracy Ramos of Booze Nation Podcast. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco, a podcast all about the artists, activists, and small businesses that make this city what it is. In this episode, part two of two, we hear about Tracy's return to San Francisco and various jobs and trips she took over the years. Then we rewind back to the early days of the pandemic, which served as an inspiration for Tracy to start Booze Nation podcast. Find Booze Nation on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Tracy's site, tracyramos.com. That's Tracy with an I. Here's Tracy. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was another, you know, I'm back in the States. and You were gone how long in, in that, Australia? That particular trip was about, wasn't as long. It was about six months. Okay, still, that's yeah. significant. Yeah. See, that was what you could do in San Francisco at the time. I just, I I put all my things in storage and I went and then I came back, got my things out of storage, found a place to live, found a job. Yeah. Um, Craigslist? Yes. A lot of Craigslist. Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's what you could do. It was not a big deal. Housing was not an issue Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. When I came back from Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, that trip, that's when things started to change and things got a little weird. They were okay. just getting weird and about like, the city's getting really crowded. What's happening? This is terrible. Late 90s? Yes. Okay. Um, so then again, I'm uh, now working again a couple of different restaurants. I'm, st- I'm, not, I'm still serving, I'm not bartending. And I go to Puerto Rico, that's just more of a vacation. I think I was there for about three weeks. Puerto Rico is very small, as we know. It's really small. You yes. can see everything probably in that okay. <laughs> that amount of time. It's really small. Uh, came back, worked again, uh, drove cross country. Fun. Uh, My favorite. Came back to San Francisco, and then drove cross country by yourself. Yes. Okay. All of the time I've traveled is by myself. Okay. Um. So came back to San Francisco and things were definitely super weird because now it's um, you know dot com boom dot com yeah Um, and then I stopped working in restaurants and I did my nine to five job okay and I was a office manager and a project manager for general contractors okay so I had my nine to five life for probably about four and a half years okay yes what was the and thinking I, there? Just like, I might as well make money off this um, Well, the thinking was I wanted a house in San Francisco. I wanted a property in San Francisco. And mm-hmm. I just thought I'm going to have to build it myself. Yeah. So um, a couple of my customers were general contractors. And I said, I'm leaving to go cross country. I'll be back on this date. They're looking for an, you know, an office, an admin person. Mm-hmm. And I started right Amazing. when I came back. 
Amazing. Um, How many of the 50 states, or I guess 48 if you did cross country, have you been to? Well, that particular trip was just the south because I left in the winter. Okay, yeah. February. I left in February. So that was the south. Um, But, like, I still haven't seen, like, a lot of the northeast. I haven't seen... The any like far New England, yeah, far like New England. I've seen New, New England. Yeah. I've only seen a little bit of the Midwest, which is really Chicago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've seen a good part of the West Coast, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, the states are pretty big, so yes. it's. I still have a lot to see there, yeah. for sure. Okay, but you so, got back and so you're I like came back. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm always coming back to San Francisco, and then I made the decision to stop, you know, with the restaurant world and and do a nine-to-five type of job. Um, I really disliked that yeah. world. Yeah. I get it, and I get why people like it. I get why it works for certain people. It never worked for me at all. Do you um, want to say what about it? I never liked the, um, I guess, monotony of it, and yeah. I didn't like sitting. Yeah. Like Not good for you. It, is, it really isn't. We're and sitting now, and I want to just stop the <laughs> recording and go for a run. <laughs> so to go from, like, especially when you're in a restaurant industry or you're in that type of building, you're always running. Mm-hmm. You are not literally running, but you're always moving. Mm-hmm. And then you sit for eight hours a day. It really sucked. I never got used to it, and I was drained every single day. So right. every single day for four and a half years, I left completely drained. And I don't want to uh, presume too much, but your dream, or your and your like whole reason of doing this was to save money to buy property. I'm guessing that didn't happen. Well, because that's not easy even then. Right? No, I was very close because the general contractors that I worked with they knew that that was my goal. Right. Okay. I'm going to work nine to five. I'm going to work and the contracting and construction business. So I knew banks, I knew lenders, I knew the realtors. And something clicked in me and it was like, don't do this. Because once you get into that house, you're gonna have to have this job for the rest of your Mm -hmm. life. You're never gonna be away from this job. You're Mm -hmm. not gonna get out of it. Mm -hmm. So I gave my two week notice and that was it. I was done. Okay. Yeah. And you went back. Um, then I didn't do anything for about two years except drink and completely deplete my savings and get into credit card debt. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh wow, you went from like plus to minus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, right. Exactly. And this is like the early two thousands. This is gonna be now. about yeah. Okay. Early two thousands. Um, I did travel a little bit. I went to uh, the UK. I had a friend getting married in Wales, so I did a little bit of um, London, like, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to take that back. He did not get married in Wales, he got married in northern, the northern, northern England. Okay. But I went, my trip was London into Wales, and then, like, back into the, into England, up to the Lake District, up north, and then kind of back down. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, and so then I was pretty much broke and didn't have a lot of money, so I wasn't traveling. And, this and was, in debt? 
Huh? And, and in, broken in debt. Yeah, broken into two debt. Two things I very much relate to now, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and so then I uh, went back to uh, serving, and I got a job not so far away at Cha Cha Cha. Which one? The one on Mission. Oh, not far from here. Yeah, not far from here. Got it. Yeah. That way. Yes. Yeah, that way. <laughs> yes. Um. And I actually interviewed one of my old co-workers for my podcast about our time at Cha Cha Cha, Bonnie, now she lives in the UK, uh, but we worked together oh, for yeah. about three years. That's right. I, that's a good episode, by the way. That's a, <laughs> we're going to segue to that later when we talk about Booze Nation podcast, but there's some stories. I, oh my yeah, God. That's a good one. Oh my God. Yes, there are. So then, yeah, so now I'm back um, getting myself out of debt, um, and that's about the time I start working at the Dover, and I'm actually behind the bar. Okay. Yes. Did you happen, do you know if you were there, this must be later, as I already said, but like, were you there in 2000 at the Dover? Drinking, yes. Oh, okay. For sure, drinking. Well, you might have been there when I went on my right. date that I've told you about, where right. my date brought all of her friends so it's just me and all of her friends it's super <laughs> weird and then I continued to see her anyway <laughs> okay was the Dover mm-hmm. then the first SF bar bar that you worked at as the capacity of a bartender yeah. yes okay yes. yeah let's maybe lightning round okay what other bars <laughs> Okay, uh, we've got the Dover. Existent or like the yeah, ones that have closed. Right, Dover, yeah. there's the Buck, there's Pie Bar, there's a Hotel Utah, Mini Bar. That could be it, but I feel like I'm missing a few. Okay, that's okay. Um, but that includes Wait. like both wor- like working and then filling in. Oh, I filled or- in at Wildside West, which yes. up in Bernal. Yes, love that place. God, I've been behind. I had to have been behind another bar. Did you say pie bar? Pie bar. Pie bar, which just recently yeah. closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They sold. They got. Out. Oh. They sold. And so is it still open? No. Oh. Um, so they sold and shut down, and then the new owner is supposed to be reopening pretty mm. soon. I just loved it like a slice of pizza for three dollars and fourteen cents. <laughs> yeah, so great. <laughs> exactly. It's a little bit sad, but I think they were done. Yeah, right. Location, so. tough location. Kind of in that like nether mm-hmm. Valencia. Yeah. Can we talk about what you do now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll just say like as a quick setup okay. that you probably came into my and my wife's world. Probably through Instagram. Mm-hmm. We just saw this thing, Booze Nation podcast. And my first thought when, when I see things like that, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I wonder where in the world it is. Mm-hmm. And then it's, and this happens every once in a while, and you're like, oh, it's right here in San Francisco. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty close. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I see what they're putting out. This is super cool. Who the heck are they? And they're you, so. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's, I saw, I think that's how, 
Well, no, we saw each other or we knew each other about each other via Instagram. Yeah, that's probably for sure. Saying, yeah. Um, one of the funny stories. Still good for something. Instagram. Exactly right. <laughs> um, when the shutdown was happening, like you know, March 2020, mm-hmm. it's like March 17th, you know, like yeah, something like that. Yeah, 15th, 17th, mm-hmm. and we're you know, Gavin mm-hmm. is like everything has to shut right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're doing. Gavin (laughs) says it. We have to do it. So I remember. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I was supposed to go to work, but it was like, well, I'm not going to go to work because we can't go to work. Everything has to like slowly shut down. Like people were like calling last call at like 5 p.m. or, you Mm -hmm. know, like early. And then I'm on my phone as we all are and I'm scrolling and that's where I see bitch podcasts. Mm And they are in North Beach. Yes, Rich Talk. And they're in North Beach drinking. We were at the saloon. Yes, the saloon. And I was like, oh my God, they are going down with the fire. I love their relationship. They're going down. I love it. And then, you know, like nine o'clock, you're still there. And I was like, (laughs) oh yeah. Oh my God, they're not. They are still there drinking. I love it. And then like 11 o'clock, yeah, they're still there. They haven't got kicked out yet. Oh my God. They are so going big because we all had to go home. We Correct. all had to go home. So go big, go home. That was we all had to go Sunday, home, so. Sunday yeah, before Sunday. the Tuesday shutdown. And, and it was like, I, yes, do it. Like I was there for that. Yes. And, um, I was like, the, these people are cool. Like They don't give a shit. They are just first cool. First of all, I'm surprised that the saloon has a phone. But they had a phone, and they got at least two calls that turned out to be not real. Or not true, I guess I should say. They were real, but like... Two calls to be like, we got to shut down right now. And so we'd be like, one more drink? <laughs> and then it'd be like, and then this, that shutdown would ha- would, and then bands would come by, bands set up and played, and then they'd get another call. <laughs> it was like, in hindsight, it made makes so much sense, because that, especially those few days were so weird. Yes. But yes, so, so that's weird. how you found out about us. Yes, okay. exactly. That's when okay. I started paying attention. Yeah. Um, and, and you weren't the, doing Boozland no. yet? Mm-mm. Okay. No. So oh, sorry, Booze Nation, Booze Nation podcast. Sorry. So that happened. I started that in 2021. Okay. And uh, my first guest was my friend Kareen. And I said, I don't really know what I'm doing. I want it to be a conversation. Um, do you want to talk about, because she's a psalm, mm-hmm. she's a level two psalm, African-American. Uh, do you want to talk about like pandemic, your last wine test, how you study, where you're at? And she was like, yeah. Lovely. So that's how uh, I started that in, yeah, 2021. So born of the pandemic. Yes, born of the pandemic. And very specifically, like, one of the industries, I'm going to say, like, you know, restaurants and and bars, like, some of the hardest hit. That's really what was the motivation or a starting point was, Mm -hmm. you know, during this pandemic, um... The bar and restaurant industry just really got kicked to the curb. Mm-hmm. Like, no one gave a shit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in San Francisco. There were a lot of people really working hard and trying. More on a federal level, just no one gave a shit about livelihoods, safety, um, just anything. Just did not care. Uh, no help with your landlord, no, you know, no landlord assistant, you know. I just, I was really kind of shocked that an entire industry would just 
get dumped. Yeah. I mean, other industries, I mean, the healthcare profession, the healthcare industry, I mean, they really, I mean, right there got in kicked it. in their teeth. Mm -hmm. um, again, we're on a federal level. So that's really what I started to think about, well, what about us? Like, what about us? Like, mm -hmm. you know, we are a workforce. So 100%. what what were you doing during the pandemic? Yeah. You know, was kind of what I started as. And how has it been? So now a little more than two years? Uh, yeah, a little bit over two years. Um, how's I'm, it been for you to do it? Like, is it, you know? It's actually... Um, so I started out asking people that I knew, mm -hmm. and that went pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, my focus is on, you know, BIPOC, um, LBGTQ. Um, so in San Francisco, that is sometimes a challenge mm -hmm. because bartending is still male and pale. Mm -hmm. Still a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So. Asking people that I knew, that was pretty easy. Um, but then I was just like, well, <laughs> who do I have now? You know, <laughs> right. where, where do I go now? Right. So then I just started reaching out via Instagram to people that I followed and people that I did not know. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, they just answered back. Yeah. Isn't like, that great? It's really surprising. <laughs> well, yeah. Like um, Josh. He owns Ocean Beach Cafe. I've been trying to like talk to him for ages. Um, it's a non-alcoholic bottle shop. Okay. Um, and again, I just reached out to him to Instagram, and he answered back. And we had about like a 90-minute conversation, like Lovely. for not even knowing who I was. Right. I mean, I've gone in since, and we were friends now. Um, so that's become a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Has it changed once? places opened up and like you can go to places like have you have you approached people um, in I person I kind of feel that it's even though like things are opening up it's still easier on a schedule mm -hmm. to do it via zoom right um especially like when I talked to Patrick from Anchor like, you know, he he was sick, poor guy. Still talked oh, to me. He oh. was sick, and he lives in Oakland. Okay. Um, but he just, like, opened up his laptop, and we were chatting away. So I Logistically yes. easier. Yes. Yeah. It's much easier. Yeah. So um, in person, maybe, you know, once I yeah. figure things more out. <laughs> as I right. Things out. Um, but right now, it's probably just going to stay till like, a Zoom or a, a squad cast type of interview. What's next for Booze Nation podcast? Booze Nation, so I have a interview lined up for this week with Uncle Boys. Oh, yes. It's Filipino Month. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and then that means we've got November and December. Um, last year I did a New Year's Eve not a live but no. I recorded and was <laughs> able not. to like okay, I know uh, with the DJ my DJ friend Frazier because DJs are part of you know they're part of our world for 100%. sure yeah um, so this New Year's Eve or for New Year's Eve I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet mm. um, previous year I, year I had a couple of my friends just call in or not call in but like send me like 30 seconds of what they did Love on it. New Year's Eve, if yeah. they were what they were doing, one of their best memories, one of their worst memories. 
I mean, I put that together, and it was a really short one. But mm. that was kind of fun too. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, <laughs> she. Uh, was probably not so sober when she gave me her message. So she's like slurring and talking about Prosecco and meat for New Year's Eve plans. And I'm oh. like, loving it. I'm loving it. It's great. It works. Yeah. Um, after that, so after this year, I think what I'm going to do is go into seasons. Okay. Um, because, you know, I have not really talked about, I don't know, some of the darker things of our industry. I've always talked about us and where mm-hmm. we're from and what we're doing. But, I mean, there's still a huge issue with wage theft. There's rampant lawsuits all over the place. It's so disappointing. My friend who I was talking about, Bonnie, she works in the U.K. at a bar, and she's having an issue with the owner stealing her money. Yeah, it, it's unacceptable. It's so tiring. yeah. I mean, there's that issue. There's still the issue of the sexual harassment, the sexual assaults, the assaults, mm-hmm. the harassment that still goes on in this industry. Mm-hmm. So to do those, um, you know, you have to do them correctly. Um, I don't want anything rushed. I don't want to be insensitive, obviously. So I really need to take my time on those topics and how I'm going to do like those particular episodes. So that's what I'm going towards now. That's the that's in the laboratories. Yes. At Bruce Nation. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Let's let's. I love it. Love where that's going. Let's end on um, your podcast is about bars. Mm-hmm. It's about people for sure. Yes. But it's also about bars. Yes. <laughs> what are some of your favorites? Um, let's see. You cho- I gave you, I wanted the listeners to know, I gave you the choice of where we were recording and you right. chose Mission, Mission Bar. Bar. Yes. So, one of my favorite bars is going to be Mission Bar. Um, I remember this when it was super, super scary. Yes. I mean, scary as a knife fight, hide, you know, happening inside. Like, I never went in. And then okay. we heard about, yeah, some kids bought this bar and gutted it. And, you know, it was Laura and her brother, like, sweeping the floor, you know, and coming in here and, like, just like, God, they were so young. We were all so young, you know, yeah. first of all. Not just yeah. they were, we were, too. Yeah. Um, but just to see, like, how hard Laura has worked, you know. So I'm always loving this bar. Um, so, yeah, so Mission Bar for sure. Um, I'm going to say old school specs. Yeah. Got to have specs. Yep. Um, I'm going to say away from kind of maybe the normal, um, the Riptide. Okay. Yeah. Legit? Yeah. Legit Riptide. F- um, speaking of fires. I know. God. But they're doing great. No, they're reopening. They're, yeah. They're doing great. It's, yeah. Yeah. They're doing well. Knock Good spot for wood. karaoke, too. For sure. So let's see. That's three. Um, Two you know, more. Ki- okay. Yeah. Kind of like in my neighborhood, I'm going to say the little Shamrock. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the oldest establishments in San on Francisco. On Lincoln. On Lincoln and Ninth. Yep. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, Trader Sam's. Okay, I saw you post about I Trader know, Sam's. Yeah. So, Trader Sam's, the Park Side. The Park Side. Yes. The Park Side. The Park Side. Yeah. Yes. So that's. I think that's where I will. In the list. Okay. 
What, what did we have? Did, we, did I give you five? I was like five and a half or six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think, you know what, I'm going to have like seven pop into my head like the second we're done. <laughs> Tra- well, Trader Sam's is closing, right? Trader Sam's closed. It's already closed. Um, it's already okay. closed. There's issues with the family that owns it, like siblings own one bar, siblings own the other bar, they can't seem to get along. Mm. So it's shut. Mm-hmm. It's getting worked. From what I heard, getting worked out could reopen. Oh. But it's just always a problem when that happens. Yeah. You never, you never want your door shutting. Family yeah. stuff. Oh, well, if we can, Lucky 13. I mean, super. What are we even saying super, about Lucky like, 13? I know. Super RIP right there. So that was yeah. the definite favorite of mine for sure. It, for me, Lucky 13 got talked about closing for so long that I got used to it not closing and then it closed and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> exactly and that was yeah i pretty sad about that so but let's go back to the park side real fast and end on the park side I like to yes. end on a high note so yes. yeah um, do you know Malia uh, we know who each other are yeah like, yeah because we've both been in this industry for a, a while cool fucking lady she'd she's, be perfect for your podcast she Just would yeah. yeah she's a rad lady um rad person i don't know if she goes by lady yeah um just a rad, rad person. I'm so happy that she got mother. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fabulous mm-hmm. uh, for this neighborhood, for the queer community. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, but the, the, the park side, I mean, I was there uh, 4th of July where they did the tricycle races, the yes. arm wrestling. Oh, my God. So yes. many bad tattoos. I don't care. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who hears me say that. Um, <laughs> Tater tots, you know, it was just like, it's, it's, it's an awesome, it's an awesome place. That was Booze Nation podcast, Tracy Ramos. We'll be back next week with a new episode all about Rudy Corpuz and his nonprofit, United Players. That episode will drop Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. Music for Storied San Francisco was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Michelle Kilfeather does original photography for us. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our sixth season, we have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show and drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep rejecting those silly doom loop narratives about our city. Stay wacky, weird, healthy, and creative. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco the Ramaytoshaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history, and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.